Hello and welcome to episode... Uh, why did I say that? We don't even do episodes anymore. Oh, my brain is not with it today at all. But at least I'm not on my own this week because that would be weird. We have my friends on as always. Hey Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you doing right now? Uh, Still hanging in there. There's no progress. <laughs> oh. Um, In terms of killing time... I started the new DLC in Borderlands 3. Oh, nice. I still haven't done the last one. Yeah, that last one, honestly, that one last one gave me and my brother a hard time. The, the, oh, well. the, in terms of the boss difficulty, yeah. it, it's pretty challenging. And they said this one, in terms of this boss, is harder than the first DLC. So, yeah. Good luck. Thank you. I'm going to need it. Uh Apart from that, been up to much? No, that's it. Nothing else. Uh, this is now my 15 day being inside. So yeah, I have not been outside for 15 days. So the outside is scary. You got a, a good choice. Yeah. Uh, hey Gary, how you doing? Oh hey hey Ben. Uh, I'm here. You been up to much? Uh, just going to work, you know, on the front lines, almost dying every day. You never know. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> a shopkeeper, so. Yeah, I mean, obviously other people have it a lot worse, and they're heroes right now. You're a hero too, mate. No, thanks. <laughs> I give people gas. <laughs> <laughs> Which I shouldn't be doing, because they should be sitting their ass at home. Matt, why that you... <laughs> I always find it weird, dude. People put in their own gas, or does someone else do it? Uh, no, they do it. Okay, good. Because I've heard stories where they pe- there's people pay to pump the gas for no, them. No, we, 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 we went and, and pumped it for them before all this happened. Now they're like, nah. Okay, because we don't do like, that here. I'll, We've never done that yeah, here. I'll, I'll still go out and help like the very elderly people yeah. who have a very hard time. But yeah. other than that, if you're like 30 years old and you can't pump gas, don't drive your car. <laughs> well, none of, well. To be fair, we don't do that here anyway. It's you've got to do it yourself always. Yeah. So, maybe they'll get used to the British way. The British. Way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, mo- well, cars. most of America, most of America is like that. So. Nice. Yeah. I think it's only Seattle or not not Seattle, Oregon, and New Jersey where they have to pump your gas because they get paid to do that. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, it's like um, like people that bag your food for you. That's not a thing here either. You don't see that. Oh yeah, you see it here. Yeah, it's all, you have sure. to bag it yourself unless you're an elderly person. And there's sometimes I support that's you know will help you, but on average, no, you bag your uh, groceries. Bag um, your own crap. <laughs> bag your own crap. <laughs> uh, uh, Alfonso. Yes. Wouldn't it be easier for them to just patch that boss fight instead of just moving on to the next thing? Like, I'm really confused about what you just told me. <laughs> yeah, it would be, and that's and that's crazy because the the latest patch, the latest patch of Borderlands Three was the is a patch, um, dedicated only for the second DLC. No mention for the first one. But they said, oh, it was buggy and there was a lot of like. Elaborately, in terms of um, that the the AI is a little too strong, even though we are on the same level, they're a little too overpowered than the characters that we're using, and they patched that all for the second DLC, but nothing for the first, which I'm confused about. But yeah, yeah. it's like they said, screw the first one, we yeah. just move on. It's Gearbox, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, it sounds exactly like Gearbox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry, let me rephrase. Sounds exactly like Andy Pitchford's. <laughs> Andy Pitchford? Is Randy that like, Pitchford. Is that like Sorry. his good brother? Randy Pitchford's leadership. <laughs> I won't even blame the studio anymore. It's all on him. Ah, uh, old Andy Pitchford. Me, me, and no. Don't talk too much. You might think you've got a fetish for him. Oh, God. Uh, I remember that Jim Sterling thing where it's like, yeah, I remember that. Uh, by the way, Fantasy Seven, 
not long now, mm-hmm. and we were talking about it just before the podcast because we were talking about there being an interview um, saying uh, Red Thirteen will have less screen time than Sephiroth, and I, I can I can feel I think I can understand why. Uh, because just because Red Thirteen has always been like just before you leave Midgar. And as this game ends just before you leave Midgar, it makes sense that there'll probably be more references to Sephiroth than there will be Red 13. Yeah, but to me, it's the thing of, like, they've showed a lot of stuff where they're expanding the story of the time you're in Midgar. Um, Obviously, a lot of it is more open. There's a lot more areas to explore. Like I've heard, there's a side quest involving going to visit Jesse's house. And the email with her parents. Oh, nice. So, yeah, and you know, um, most of that is really their enemy is the Shinra Corporation. Yeah. So, to me, having Sephiroth appear, and we know that he probably won't be there in person. We probably won't see him in person, but mostly through flashbacks yeah. and hallucinations that Cloud has. But uh-huh. to me, it's still just weird, I guess, that they're slowly pushing a character. Like separate, and I understand, like you said, I understand why they're doing it. You know, he's the main protagonist. Everybody knows Sephiroth. He's yeah. like everybody's favorite villain. But the way they're showing it off in the trailers and stuff, it's like they're focusing a lot on the Shenra Corporation being the bad guys here, which they are. We know that. But I, I just feel like he probably should have. I don't know. Like I, 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 it's just weird to me that he has more screen time than than Red Thirteen. But then again, like you said, it, it it does make sense because he will most likely appear through flashbacks and stuff like that. But I was hoping this time around, since I'm exploring Midgar so much, it'd mostly be about Shenra Corporation. Because in all honesty, I don't feel like they explored Shenra as much as I would have liked them to in the original Final Fantasy VII. They shifted focus from from Shenra to Sephiroth fairly quickly, in my opinion. I feel like that's because that's going to be part two. I feel like the Shinra focus is actually going to be mostly part two. Uh, Not part one? Part one's probably going to be a mix of both to try and push both of them. But part two is probably going to focus on Shinra just because of... um, They're pushing this new plot point in the remake demo, at least. About there being a war between Shinra and Wutai. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. that to escalate in part two. Yeah, but you still have to throw Sephiroth in there, you know, because he, obviously yeah, yeah. he does make an appearance in, after you leave Shinra. Yeah. But no, it's not so, much. Yeah, but so now my question comes then from where exactly does this one end? Does it literally end the moment you walk yeah. out of Midgar? I personally think it's going to end right after you see the giant snake that Sephiroth has killed. It, for, I think they referenced it in an interview recently that it ends around after the boss on the road. Yeah, oh, that's the, terrible. Yeah. No, boo. <laughs> then it just randomly ends. Like, there is... <laughs> no, they said there's a new boss battle for it. It's not just the same as before. Oh, that's unfortunate. I was hoping they'd give you a little taste of what they're planning with the open world and the open environments in this one. Like, the tiny little area you can yeah. explore outside of shit outside of Midgar, I think would have been cool. And I think it actually would have been awesome to end it with you seeing that giant snake impaled by Sephiroth. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, to start part two in that moment, instead of ending it, I don't think it'll be as impactful, in my opinion. Now, my game playthrough recently, well, a while back on stream, when I played through Seven again, and I killed that snake myself, and then I saw that, oh, no, I already did this. (laughs) <laughs> he did it with no effort, Ben. Did you do it with any effort? I abused the fact that Aerith's Limit Break makes you invincible and then used that and then used its own attacks against it. Oh, yeah, mm. you, you maxed out all your characters before you left Midgar. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> hey, thanks to that, I was able to get the beta ability from the snake, which means the rest of the game became a joke because it hits with the highest damage to disc free. So yeah, but but again, I I'm still sad that I won't be able to play as Red Thirteen. I understand why they did it. It's a very small portion that when he joins your party, um, but I also understand that it's a mechanic they probably didn't want to add. 
like you have your four party members, right? Cloud, Barrett, Aerith, and Tifa. And they probably didn't want to go in and implement a party change system for like an hour yeah. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well just save that for part two, you know? Once you um, get Sid, uh, let's go. Part two, who is it? Sid? Sid, Vincent, and Yuffie. Yeah. Well, Vincent. Which I'm still that... very curious to see if they're going to implement them as yes. main characters main. to get or. They're going to be main. They already yeah. said. Yeah, the main story. They're not. There's well, no optional character. Better. I want to see how they're how they'll implement them into the main storyline. Then. Well, yeah. we all know that. Well, even though big... Vincent, well, well, it's weird because Vincent obviously is a side character you can get in yeah. seven, but then you find out he has a very important role in the overall story when you play Dirge of Cerebus. Yeah. <laughs> and and Yuffie like, would be really easy him? to put into the main story because the whole fighting between Shimra and Wu Tai right now already. Yeah. She, you could just be that she's a ninja that snuck off because she didn't like being part of the war. And then mm. you get her that way. Yeah. Because you're like, instead of being... It's still a war, and she... Because remember, she loved stealing stuff, so she's like, yeah, profit. By joining you, she's not part of both big corporations, and she's a third party. And she can steal from both of them. Mm -hmm. Now, Ben, do you think... That they may add her into the into part one, part two. You think she'll straight up be part two? Yeah, I think you're you're only on part two any as well. surprises that they haven't really revealed in part one. Uh, I want to see what they do with the novel because I know that they're going into one of the novels, the spin-off books that was written. So I want to see what surprises come from that because I've never actually read the book, so. It covers Aerith's back history as a child. And I suppose you can be some side quests involved in that book, so. Mm -hmm. And another thing we haven't really seen is Zack. And we've been told Zack has a lot more scenes this time around. Yeah. Oh, please do. <laughs> but I we haven't Zach, seen him yeah. at all in any of the trailers or any mention of him. What if oh, we, yeah. what, uh, imagine if they go all Metal Gear Solid 2 on us and... It's been Zach all along. <laughs> it's been Zach all. They completely redo the whole story. It was Cloud who died in Crisis Core, not Zach. <laughs> no, but some of the trailers that we've seen, what if it was like they just dyed Zach's hair yellow? Oh my god. And it was actually Zach in those cutscenes. That would be absolutely dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, that that's honestly what it, my big thing right now is. I'm really looking forward to whatever scenes they add with Zach, and you know I would be okay with them doing a flashback. Can you imagine replaying the end of Crisis Core with the yeah. system of seven? Oh boy, if they do would, that, I'm gonna start crying again. Dude, yeah, like seriously, it, that was the thing about Crisis Core is like you knew, you know how it ends, but you don't really expect it to yeah. happen the way it does. I've never played that, Crisis Core. Oh man, you yeah. missed out. Because like, yeah, you, you know, you, you you obviously know what happens to him. Oh, but yeah. like when you see how, how how it actually happens, like you don't think you'll be emotional because you already know the ending. But like, yeah, water works Waterworks. everywhere. Man. Yeah, waterworks. <laughs> so good because they pretty much force you to do it, and it yeah. sucks. <laughs> oh. But no, I'm expecting Zach. I don't expect much Zach in part one. No? No. They've said that part one won't feature many of the different um, different fantasy for Final Fantasy VII stories. You know, the compilation. I can't say it. Compilation? The bundle of the, all the Final Fantasy VII games. Oh, okay, yeah. The Dirge of Cerberus before Crisis, after Crisis. Well, I just want to ignore Dirge of Cerberus altogether. Hey, I didn't mind Dirge of Cerberus <laughs> that much. I'd like a remake, actually. Oh, I'll be fine with the remake. I just think it was not Imagine a very if we well had the online game features. back in that time. Because Dirge of Cerberus actually had online in Japan. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they replaced the online with a different feature in the, the North American and European version, but Dirge of Cerberus was definitely an online game in Japan. So... Let me ask you this then, Ben. Um, are you expecting this to be a yearly installment? Then? Do you expect 
bi-yearly. Next year, bi-yearly, every two years. Yeah. So then we can pretty much not expect Final Fantasy 16 anytime soon then. Different team. You think they'll release Final Fantasy 16 in between the, the two? Time they're still working at seven. Yeah. Because hmm. you got to remember, the, a lot of the Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy 14 team have moved over from 14 to 16, uh, including Yoshi P and some of the other higher ups have moved over to work on the 16 project. So I'm hey, guessing... you know what? He deserves it. He should have gotten that role a long time yeah. ago. So. <laughs> I'm expecting an announcement for next gen, and then possibly. I don't, I don't expect it next year, but maybe between part two and three. I'm I'm expecting part three to be the shortest one, easily. Oh no, I'm expecting them all to be about the same length. I'm not. I I don't. It, it, I guess it really all just depends depends on how many parts it is. I yeah. don't think they've even said how many parts is going to be. I'm thinking it's going to be three parts. Um, but if Midgar yeah. is just one part, who the hell knows? At this I remember point. Midgar's around 40 to 50 hours. Yeah, I hope it's Ooh. not like seven parts because I... Yeah. You know, they, they announced Xenosaga as an eight-part game and we only got three of those eight parts. So <laughs> I, I don't want the same thing to happen here. <laughs> I'm expecting three parts and maybe a fourth part as an epilogue. So... Um. Be interesting to see. We'll find out more. There's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to. How they're going to do? Like, how are they going to do the fight against a giant meteor? How are they going to do, you know, the fight against Genova? There's there's a lot of fights in there with their combat system that they have implemented here. How they're going to handle a lot of these fights in in the main game? How we going to fight? Big bosses and crazy shit going on. You know, whatever the time you fight a wall, do more. A wall, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, how are they going to do, like, you going into space and fighting a giant meteor? I don't think they're going to do it as you're actually fighting it. I think it's just going to be... When did you actually... I don't even remember you fighting a meteor. Well, you have to find the space to stop it, remember? Yeah, but you don't actually fight it. Don't you, though, Ben? No, oh, you got to use codes. Remember you got... You get, um... Remember you get, um... You're in the rocket... Um, and then you've got you remember that you got eject because you're gonna hit the meteor. Uh, but then you've got to get then you got to work out the passcode to unlock Bahama if you want to get the Bahama material because it's the huge material that's on the ship that powers it. So you got to work out the code. Once you've worked out the code, you can then eject, and then you, you can take that to Cosmo Canyon, and then you can unlock Neo. I think it's Neo Bahama or Terra Bahama. There were so many Bahamas in that game. So many. Hey, I can't wait for the Knights of the Round. <laughs> it's How still cast into this day. This or Ruby Weapon and Emerald Weapon. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you want to see Knights of the Round, then go play Fantasy Fourteen because you get to fight Knights of the Round in Fourteen. So. Oh, cool! But I want to sit through the ten-minute <laughs> animation. <laughs> That's the fun part, though. If you do the fight when it came out. The fight length was the exact same length as the actual summon. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and each transition in the fight is actually the same transition that was in the summon as well. That's pretty badass. Yeah. So. It's the only time those summons ever appeared in Final Fantasy. Never yeah. again. Uh, I think they were exclusive to the North American and Europe release, weren't they? I don't think they were in the Japanese release. They probably were. I don't know. Yeah, because Emerald Weapon and Ruby Weapon, they didn't have those in Japan either. Yeah, but they would have still had the gold sauce, the gold chocobo. Yeah, but I don't think they they just had the gold chocobo, so you can just travel however the hell you want. I don't think they had the Knights of Round Materia. Yeah, but Knights of Round Materia was access. You don't need to beat Ruby or uh, Emerald to get Knights of Round. I know. No, I'm just saying content-wise, uh, the Japanese version I yeah. don't think had the Knights of the Round summon, as they didn't have Ruby or Emerald weapons either. Let's Google. Let's Google. Mm-hmm. Uh... While you're Googling that, that's yeah. kind of just what I want to mention is, like, how are they going to do the next 
parts when you're actually outside of Midgar in this open world. Is it going to be open world like Final Fantasy 15? Is it going to be old school open world? Or is it just going to be like Final Fantasy 10? You just select where the hell you're going to go next. Um, that's what, what's going to be interesting for me to see how they're going to handle that. Because Midgar, yeah, it's a city. Most of it is probably going to be linear like the opening of 13 was. Um, but where are you going to go from there? Like, are you actually going to be able to implement a full open world? Which, if you are, next gen is coming, so hopefully that'll help you out a lot. Okay. It doesn't say that the Knights of the Round wasn't in the Japanese version, so... Okay. So they were in there? Yeah. Okay. So Emerald and Ruby Weapon were the only two things we got that they did. Yeah. And the Desert Rovers and Earth Heart were, you know, exclusive ones. Also, the guidebook was not on as well. What do you mean the guidebook was not on? Remember, you guide, you morphed the ghost ship into the guidebook and then trade the guidebook to the traveler and that's oh, where you got the underwater material. That wasn't in the original the actual... version. Okay. No, because my friend has the... Ed has the official strategy guide for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. And literally in there... It tells you you can get a gold chocobo and you can get the knights around and it tells you where the island is, but it literally doesn't tell you how to get a gold chocobo. It just says you have to have one. <laughs> What's the point of this guide if you're not going to help me get what I need? That, that's why this is a guide. You're supposed to walk me through this. <laughs> <laughs> also, fun I could, fact... If... I couldn't search online because the internet wasn't really a thing back then. Uh, in Fantasy 8, though, Fun fact, the game is made so that if you get blind on Squall, it doesn't actually affect his accuracy. Oh my god. He actually has a max accuracy rating, which means that even if he's blinded, he can still hit the enemies. Really? Yeah. So. Oh, just another broken feature of 8. <laughs> Sorry, I hate on it. <coughs> uh because I can. So yeah, Fantasy Seven remake comes out April tenth. Before that, though, we've got another remake coming out, Resident Evil Three. And for anyone <laughs> that was excited for the uh, Resistance beta, and you own a PS4 or PC, you're out of luck because the servers crashed instantly for both of them. So and they never recovered. No, they came up for a little bit on Saturday. People reported being able to load up the game and get into training on the PS4 version. And then, like, half an hour after that happened, they just went back down again. <laughs> so, I wonder if this had something to do with the uh, Sony dropping the download speeds and stuff. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but then they shouldn't have affected the PC version. Like, of all true. the three that they had, why was the Xbox one the only one to go alive? Like, you would think the PC one would be the one. Oh, yeah. Because it's so much easier to, to get it to go. Especially with Steam, console. because it used the yeah. Steam store. By the way, there was never a preload as well, because I downloaded it on PS4, and I wanted to download it on PC as well just to try to you know, see the difference. And there was never a preload on the PC, so you could never download it ever. So, yeah. Uh, there is a Resident Evil 3 demo, for those that are excited for that, though. If you're excited for the Resident Evil 3 remake, the demo is live. I haven't tried it myself, because I'm only really interested in Resistance. But, uh, Gary, have you tried the demo yet? Uh, of Resident Evil 3? I sure yeah. did. Alfonso, have you tried the demo of Resident Evil 3 yet? I did as well. Okay, I'm going to be quiet and let you two have a little chit-chat about it. Okay, Alfonso. Yes? How hot is Joe in that game? First off, let me say this. Before, <laughs> before, before we get into that demo, as you know, Gary, you have a little beef with me because I never played Resident Evil 3. I only played 2. But from playing the little bit that I played, which is like 20, 20 to 30 minutes of it, that I finished it like in 25. Um, oh my god, I should have been playing Resident Evil 3 a long time ago. It is so good, so good. 
Okay, so yes, Jill, when when she got on the train, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, she's sexy. I give you that. She is. She is. <laughs> oh, man, she looks good. Yeah, she looks good. She looks real good. And that that was the whole demo. We just rotated the camera around and examined her. It was great. Bro, uh, no, you, <laughs> no, no, we're not saying we, you did that. I was just more, you know, trying to get my, you know, be familiar yes, with the game I'm because kidding you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but what do, what do you think with the characters you've seen so far? You know, well, most of the characters I saw in that demo were characters from the original Resident Evil Three. A lot of them really didn't have much screen time, though. Um, yeah, and some of them really died right as you encountered them. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as you know the location, so I didn't really recognize any of the locations I was in um, mm. from the original because, like, even though they're like in a subway system here, and the original, I think they're just in like a trolley, uh, yeah, like outside trolley instead. Um, so yeah, obviously, big differences um, being much like Resident Evil Two had a lot of big differences compared to the original as well. Um, mm-hmm. But no, uh, I I thoroughly enjoy. It. I enjoyed the small details, like walking through the subway, seeing posters, yeah, of, of shit. That was pretty cool. Um, I always look for those because I know it hints at stuff that they might be working on as well, like different projects and stuff. So yeah. it's really fun to always look at those and kind of try to deduce what's going on there. But no, it was a little more open than I liked. Um, I know. From what I understand, Resident Evil is going to have like this hub world, which is the subway, and then you go and explore outside of that. Yeah. Um, which I'm not too big of a fan of. Um, I like my linearity. Um, but then again, Resident Evil 2 wasn't exactly linear either. But like it, it was, it was an open police station, but it was linear in a way where you couldn't go unless you had a specific item to go there. So in a way, it was linear because it forced you to go in one direction. Whereas this one feels just a little more open, which makes sense because you'll have Nemesis to deal with at the time. Um, oh boy, Nemesis. <laughs> so yeah, this 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 is like, yeah, I know Nemesis. I know who Nemesis is, but this is like my first time experiencing Nemesis in terms of three. So mm-hmm. when they showed him, I was like, God damn, this nigga is tall as shit compared to Jill. I was like, I, I mean, yes, I know, you have to run. But I said, alright, let me see what happens if I shoot him because I was able to find the shotgun. And nothing happened. And the way he barrage you and like like kind of clothesline you to the floor, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I died. Like I was, I died trying to fight him. Yo, like three hits and that's it. You done. What what pissed me off? Like not pissed me off, but what surprised me is that I didn't know he had that that like tentacle grab you kind of scorpion type way shit. And he what? brings you to you. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I mean. Like I said, clearly time, someone has been watching enough hentai of Resident <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so as soon as I saw that, you said, you know what? I'm going to run. And I start running, and then, you know, I just oh, fire. You're like screaming at us. Or was that no, just I'm... me? Okay, you're back to normal. Wow, that was hell loud. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> after he did all that, yeah, I started to run. I put out the fire, and then you just see him punch the damn wall, and I said, oh, thank God this demo's over, because I was not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that Nemesis encounter. Um, You know, like, when you first come out of the donut shop, and he, like, yeah, does some he, technical thing to one of the zombies, I don't even know what yeah, that was. Yeah, he never did that in the original. Yeah. Um, I try to run past him, and you know how there's the stairs on the side there? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're leaving the donut shop, it's on your left-hand side. I literally ran towards those stairs, and he ran up, and he hit me so hard, I went through the stairs. <laughs> and I could see my Jill's, like, head, and I'm trying to run, but I'm, like, stuck in the ground. And he's just standing there, like, swinging at me, but he can't hit me. So that was fun. <laughs> Had to restart the demo. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was... I enjoy Nemesis. He was kind of scary in 3 as well because he, like, when he just shows up and... Yeah. You know, it's fun because, like, you can run from him, uh, but if you do defeat him, 
uh, he drops, in the original, he dropped weapon parts. And if you collected all the weapon parts, you can build a new handgun, a new shotgun, stuff like that. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm hoping that exists here. I'm, I'm sure it does. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't force you to fight something that you can't at least stop for yeah. a certain amount of time. So, but yeah, no, uh, my, my only problem, well, it's not my only problem. I already mentioned like the open world issue that I might have, but mm. it, it feels a little more stiff when it comes to the aiming compared to Resident Evil yeah. 2. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of shots that I should have easily made that I missed um, and it cost me <laughs> dearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, outside of that, the, you know, the RE engine is still phenomenal. The, the Like seeing the 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 skull and the, the, the gore of the zombies being like taken off every time you shoot them, it's still amazing to see, much like it was in two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that engine is absolutely phenomenal. Uh mm-hmm. kudos to them everywhere for that engine. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still can't wait for the game. I know people who have already gotten it, uh whether they got it legally or illegally, um they're saying it's a little short, uh but when they say short, they're comparing it to the same time it took them to finish two. So I don't see it as short. Um, especially when they have literally in their trophy list to beat the game in like less than an hour and a half or two hours. Um, yeah, it might sound short, but I'm okay with it because when I first played Resident Evil 2, it took me... 15 hours to get through it because I liked to go around and explore the world. I like yeah. looking at the small details. People who say they they got Resident Evil 2 and they finished it in three hours, it's like, do you not enjoy or do you just not care about all the things that the developers went through to present the game? Like, you just go from point A to B right away. Like, I stop and I examine everything. Like, even if I can actually examine it with a button, I love to stand there and look at the small details that they included and stuff. And not just that, but you kind of have to, um, like, take your time with a game like this. It's a horror game. You don't, you're not supposed to rush horror game. That's just me. Yeah. Like, I, most of the time I played Resident Evil 2, I, my first time playing, I literally never sprinted in that game. I walked everywhere. Yeah, I walked too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that, I guess that's just how we play it and other people play it differently. But I like to explore things in, in horror games, especially yeah. like in an engine like the RE engine where everything just looks so beautiful. You know, I, I love just slowly walking around, reading everything that I can. Oh, look at this name badge. You know, because, you know, they took the time to do that. They didn't mm-hmm. have to take the time. And if they didn't take the time, you'd complain about it. Like, oh, look at this blank name badge. What kind of lazy developers are these? You know? Yeah. But when they do have it, you really don't pay attention to it. Because you just expect it to be there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited for it. You know, it was a short demo. I'm glad it wasn't like a one-time demo, like the second yeah. one was. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a fairly short demo. But hey, they had twenty collectibles to find in that demo. I only found three. <laughs> yeah, I found three as well. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm I'm still excited for it. Uh, I do hope there's a way to increase your inventory because those six slots just weren't enough. <laughs> yeah, that was not enough. I was picking up shit, and I was like, "Oh damn, I need a spot to get the holes." And I <laughs> I had spots I had to drop one. I was like, "Ah, oh, god damn it." Yeah, it happened to me too. I was like, okay, I got to carry this hose all the way over there, but I also want the shotgun that I can't carry because I have health, but I don't want to leave the health because Nemesis is going to show up and tentacle rape me at any moment. (laughs) 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 Got to put the ointment on there, man. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. You're back, Ben. Welcome back. I'm back. Sorry, I was doing some <laughs> research on it while we while you were talking. Um, a demo? Yeah, it looks like there's a reward once you get all the twenty bubble heads. By the way, I thought it was just the uh, for the RE 
um, ambassador website thing yeah. that had the reward. I didn't know there was like an in-game reward. If there is, I might go back and try to find them. <laughs> uh, I'll see if the but yeah, I was looking up. I was also seeing if I could find if anyone had leaked different um, nemesis gave any rewards. So, oh, when you take them down, yeah, couldn't find anything confirmed. So, uh, I'm pretty sure it will. I don't because it was kind of an important thing in the original. Because you got some really good stuff, yeah. I don't see why they would not. Have someone it. said that it was originally only hard mode, which gave the items. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh. Well, they only had the hard mode, and they had the easy mode. Literally allowed you to dodge automatically if you just held a button. Yeah. Like, there's a button in the original. You just hold it, and every time Nemesis would attack you, your character would just dodge Whoop. all the attacks. Um. And then there's a hard mode, which played like a normal Resident Evil game, where you manually had to dodge. In this one, the the dodge button is back, so you can dodge. In this one as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, and there's an assist mode in this, right? Because I've heard about that. Uh, I think so. I don't remember it in the demo. Uh, it is in the yeah, demo, yeah. but you got to die a certain amount of times, and then it'll pop up. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. But... The thing is, though, if you do turn on assist mode, you can't turn it off. Gross. So, yeah. So the game is like, well, you suck. You're going to suck permanently. <laughs> <laughs> we don't trust you'll be good at all. <laughs> now, that reminds me of Ninja Gaiden, where it insulted you when you went into easy mode. Yeah, good times. Ninja Gaiden had an easy mode? I don't know. Yeah, if you died a certain amount of times in, um, I think it was Ninja Gaiden, the first one that came on PS3. So did that easy mode take you from extreme to hard? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's it? What the uh, what's the face? Oh, the other character that was in that game. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, in Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. The female character with the yeah. big tatas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't remember her name. What about her? Um, she would insult you while you're playing it at certain points if you if you went down to easy mode. She can insult me all she wants, man. <laughs> oh, <of> course. <laughs> hey, uh, don't give me that, Alfonso. <laughs> Rachel. That was her name. Mm. As long as Ross wasn't around, it'd be okay. Thanks, Google. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had uh, Rachel and Ayami, right? From Ayami was from um, another franchise, though. Uh, Ayami is uh, dead or alive. Yeah. Yay! Thought so. Okay, so all the Resident Evil talk done. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Sweet. Don't remember Did you get Resident Evil. Did you play it on PC, Ben? The Resistance? No, it didn't work on PC. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, from things I've heard online about, um, yeah, they say it's it feels very unbalanced. Like the person who has control, like the bad guy, can just unleash like the most ridiculous things right away and just murder you instantly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did try the Predator beta though, on PC Ooh, at least, and I. Did not have any fun with that. No, I hear. I heard. Um, technically, it was one of the worst betas ever released. <laughs> I tried to stream it, and the stream wasn't working properly. And then I played it on its. I, I my laptop's not the. You know, I don't have like a bajillion pound laptop. It's a very good laptop. It's got. You know, it's got more power than the PS4, but it's not. You know, it's not a PC. Um. Uh, Fantasy 14, I can run like 100. Overwatch, I can run over 100. You know, most games I run around 100 to 120 frames per second. Even get the, you know, the new Gears War, there's a new Gears Wars of games, I can run that at like 100 frames on Ultra. I load up Predator, I have to switch it down to low setting to get about 30 frames. Wow. Yeah, 30 to 50 frames. Yeah, I heard it, it for a lot of people. They were playing that game in like twelve frames. 
12 frames a second. It was yeah. that bad. That sucks, man. Um, and also, it has a weird thing, right? If you set on ultra, it's nice and bright. It looks very pretty. If you set on medium, say, everything becomes pitch black. It's like the, the only difference in the graphics is that they just make everything incredibly dark so you can't see anything. If you can't see it, it won't load graphics. <laughs> oh, I was being shy. I couldn't work out who was shooting at me. Found out it was just some guards that would blend it in with the background because they were, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't see them because of their outfits. Their outfits are all really dark coloured and because everything is dark coloured during medium, I couldn't see anything. Had to max out the brightness of the game just so I could see people. That's horrible. I played it once. Found it frustrating. I and it also has loot boxes, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I unlocked a hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I unlocked a hat because that'll protect me against the predator. A, 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 a nice wooden hat. Yay. Yeah. Um, I That's would have liked to play more because I was excited by the Predator game, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the people who were able to play it normally yeah. said that they had quite a bit of fun. They enjoyed a lot playing as the Predator because he was so overpowered compared to everybody else. Naturally, yeah. it makes sense. Um, and he levels up, he gets more powerful as well, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it definitely needs more time in the oven. Yeah, well, when is it coming out? Soon, isn't it? I think it's at the end of May, isn't it? Huh. What? April 24th. Oh, end of April. Well, hopefully by the end of the month, end of next month, they'll be able to get it to go. Yeah, they'll be able to get it to work. I also heard that the PS4 version has incredibly bad frames as well. Yeah. Um, with um, someone in our... I worked Discord reporting that it's like um, very loud when they play their PS4 with it. <laughs> very loud. Yeah, at this point they may as well just call it a stress test because that's what it was. <laughs> stress test our patience. <laughs> um, so, by the way, while we're talking about April. They've the PlayStation Plus stuff leaked, but now it's been announced, I guess, officially. Um, next month, Plus games are Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2.0. Alfonso, are you excited for Uncharted 4 to download it and get it again? <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> not really, because um, I already have I already have the disc. I actually had the, the Ultimate Collector's Edition when it came out. But that's a that's a great game to play if you never played it, especially knowing that you have the other three that was on Plus. But um, will plus the download there. give you more trophies? Not if I already have the trophies. No, no. Some, remember, sometimes download versions are different trophy list. Yeah, I'm not going through that again. <laughs> that is true. I'm not going through that. That, that. that was a long, a long game. Especially um, with all the, the collectibles like there, there were more collectibles than any other Uncharted game, um, but I will say if you have nothing to do, especially in the quarantine that we're in, this is a great way to kill time. So, yeah, that's that to me is a, a great a great game to add for April, especially in the time that we're in. So, yeah, yeah, and also it's about growing growing grow, growing around the world, not growing around the world. So while we're stuck, while we're stuck inside and can't go out, we can go outside in our video games. True. Yeah. Gary, are you excited for the Uncharted Four download and possibly Dirt Two Point Oh? sure. Why not? <laughs> I'd rather just download it like that than get up, take out the disc from the case, put it in, and download <laughs> that way. I'm saving two extra steps here. So oh, much okay. effort and work. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Uh, no, but no. This is a fantastic game for Plus. I mean, like Alfonso said, we had the Uncharted collection on Plus, and now you have the entire Uncharted franchise outside of uh, Golden Abyss on the Vita as on your free PS Plus library now. Um, 
these are all amazing games, all four of them, even though some people will say one is kind of iffy. Still an amazing game, in my opinion. So, definitely, Uncharted 4, it was, it was a big game. It's a great game. As far as Dirt Rally, sure, why not? <laughs> I'm not a big racing fan, so I could really care less, but Uncharted 4, I think, is a is a nice big one, because I never actually thought Sony would put out a big game like that on free on PS Plus. Um, mostly because people kept asking for Killzone Shadowfall. I don't know why they were asking for that one. Um, I would have assumed that would be the first big PS Plus game that Sony would put out there. No, but we got Mac at one point. Did we? I don't know. I don't know. think we did. I don't think we ever got Mac. <laughs> oh, we should. I love Mac. Mac was good. Yeah, I agree with you, Gary, but yeah, it's now coming up on four years now since it's been released, so... I'm going to say we're probably going to get a lot more first-party titles on the schedule for Plus over the year. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But just because we're getting close to the end of the generation, so most of the sales they expect to happen have already happened. And this mm-hmm. way they can build up a library, people can build up a library for the PS5. So... Yeah. I also think they're going to offer Horizon for free as well once the PC oh, yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah, Horizon is coming to PC, which I'm excited for. I might rebuy it just to see how good that game can look. I wish I could have gotten into it like you guys did, but I just. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's it so probably good. the only open world game I've played in a while. I should give it another shot. You really should. Um, by the way, we're talking about PS5. We had a developer uh, recently announced PS5 horror FPS Quantum Error has been revealed that it's going to be targeting. Remember, targeting doesn't mean it's going to actually achieve it, but they're going to try to achieve it. Uh, targeting 4K at 60 frames per second with ray tracing, which is pretty impressive, really, because most consoles nowadays and PCs won't be able to reach that target. Um, a 2080 won't be able to reach 4K 60 frames with ray tracing equipped if it's a you know current gen or next gen game. Um, this is a first person shooter. Yes, first person horror game. Mm. I so, mean, it could potentially do it if it's a slow game, like if it's a yeah. slow burn game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if yeah, if you're gonna have any sort of action or something like that in it, I I hope. Uh, we did have yeah. someone complain on our Twitter that. Lols, Xbox One, one second, let's see it. Uh, I'm going to shame him right now, because I feel like it. Uh, I can't remember. I, someone was shaming it in our, on our... Because we had a... Um, we posted it, and someone was like, oh, that's not going to work. But the Xbox One X has 4K 60 frames, I'm like, yeah, good for it, but it won't have 4K 60 frames with these next-gen graphics with ray tracing, because not many things support... 60 frames and ray tracing because ray tracing is such a goddamn resource hog. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we can have Ed on again sometimes to talk about it, but uh, people on Reset Era were talking about the whole the, the fact that there's only an 80, 18% power difference between PS5 and Xbox One the Series X, which is not enough for a resolution jump between the two. So there's not going to be much difference in the two in two when it comes to resolution. So PS5 is probably going to look better because of the whole SSD thing. But we'll see what happens next gen when it comes out. Um, talking about remakes and remasters, the Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy has came out on PS4 and Xbox One, uh, but they've accidentally added crossplay, uh, which means if you do this, you'll get your ass kicked. Um, you can see your server IP when you make the room on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, and if you're playing on PC, you can then grab the IP and then connect directly to their game. So you can then jump in. Alfonso, what do you think about this? Yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. Not much to say on that. 
Hey, can you repeat it one more time, Ben? I missed some crucial parts there. Basically, when you load up the multiplayer lobby, the IP address of the server is visible. Uh, you know, the way you're connected to. Um, and if you're playing on PC, you can grab the IP address from the server lobby on PS4 and then directly connect it to it through the PC version of Star Wars Jedi Academy and then play with the console versions. Oh, crossplay then. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I, I, I'm assuming it's not on purpose. They did it. It's there in there. No, it's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as the PC uh, version has been out for so long that the people that have been playing it are now will just slaughter you because they're actual Jedi masters. Well, that, that's fine. But this seems like uh, one of those positive bugs. Yeah. And you should probably keep it in there. <laughs> I mean, if you're adding crossplay, I mean, Sony is kind of open about it nowadays. So why not keep it if it's already there? Now, for our next topic, I feel like Gary should be the one that brings it up because he is a big fan of the franchise. I am. <laughs> you know what I've got announced today, right, Gary? You know? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it to you. Yes. So, it is uh, Nier's 10th anniversary today, aka in Japan. Uh, this happened overnight. They had a six-hour live stream six hours can you imagine that um of jim just talking about the franchise and all that and they had some awesome announcements they announced that near replicant is getting an upgrade on the ps4 xbox one and on steam this is the first near game that came out back on the ps3 i believe it was um but people need to know that this is not a remake like seven is this isn't even a full-on remaster. This is a straight-up upgrade where they will be adding new sound soundtracks. They will be adding some more cutscenes, um, updating the, the combat system a little bit, but it's not a remaster or a remake. People need to know this. They're literally just taking the PS3 version and re-releasing it on the PS4. Um, but either way, I am excited for it. Everybody should be excited for it if they loved Nier Automata because the story in Nier Replicant, I would probably say, is even better than the one in Automata. Very heartbreaking story. It's also a very amazing story. So, yeah, people have been asking for it, and they're finally getting it. It's coming. Please enjoy, because I sure as hell will. I am sad that it's coming out on the PS4 now with the PS5 rapidly approaching um if things hold steady and the ps5 isn't delayed or this game isn't delayed i might be having to play this on my ps5 so yes um, just just to be clear so i understand it so when it comes out on ps4 it's still going to look like a ps3 game uh most likely are... yes oh uh, that's disappointing they they may upscale it to some degree, but from what I understood, the way that it's been explained, that this is just an upgrade. It's not a remaster. They don't actually have any screenshots of the game. They released the trailer, but the trailer was from concept art, I believe it was. They had scenes from the concept art. Mm-hmm. So... We'll have to wait and see just how much of an upgrade it is. As far as I'm aware, it's not a remaster of the game. So That sucks. Yeah, and they also announced that Nier Automata has reached uh, 4.5 million in sales uh, through physical and digital combined from, the world, from around the world. So total sales have surpassed 4.5 million. Good on them for a franchise that pretty much wasn't even a franchise when they decided to make Nier Automata, so joy! And they also announced a mobile game coming as well uh, for Android and iOS probably sometime this year as well. Which is being directed by Yoko Taro. Uh, I should say that because uh, Replicant isn't a remaster or a remake, it is not being done by Platinum Games, is being done by uh, a different studio is taking care of the uh... Uh, toy box. Toy box, yes. They're they're producing. 
or developing it. Sorry, upgrading it. Yeah, words are all mixed. But still, they making moves, making some good moves. Um, be interesting well, sure. to see how this affects the Fantasy Fourteen storyline because Fantasy Fourteen has uh, uh, near content for the raid. Mm-hmm. Be interested if they're going to pull some of the stuff from this um, upgrade for the raid now that it'll be uh, more in yeah people's minds. Oh, yeah. So. A lot of people may be confused when they look up near replicant yeah. because when it first came out, so it, the the releases were weird. So you had uh, near Gestalt came out, right? This version yeah. came out on Xbox 360, and then when the game came out on PS3, it was just called near, but in reality, it was supposed to be near replicant, which was somewhat of a prequel to Nier Gestalt, where you played the same character, but he was a much younger character. Um, and I, I believe Japan released a version that included both and, and combined the two as one game. So I'm wondering if that's what we're going to get with Replicant here. Um, but we'll see. I doubt it. But it's a very weird franchise in the way they wrote it. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, has anyone else got any news that they want to talk about? Or can we go straight to the new Metacritic game? Metacritic! Metacritic! Woo! just wants to go home, man. He wants to play. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> Gary, where am I going? Um, to the bathroom. Yeah. I, no, I don't know. No, <laughs> Outside. I opened, I needed some fresh air today, so I opened the door for a little bit and breathed some fresh air and then hid in my cave again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go oh. walk my dog, so that's all the fresh uh, air I am only allowed, You're only allowed once a day in the UK, so... To go walk your dog? Uh, once a day you're allowed out, that's it. What? Yeah, in the UK you're only allowed once a day. Unless you're an essential worker, you're only allowed out once a day. Uh, well, Ben. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you move on. So Alfonso wants to move on. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 Gary, you got something to say? Just say. No, it's too late. I don't want to. I couldn't find oh a. Basically, we got two games for the Metacritic last week. Oh, should we say dirt, 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 Metacritic game and stuff? Uh, we got two games last week for the Metacritic that we put in. I couldn't find a review for Vampire Masquerade's Coterries of New York. Um, so we're going to have that on hold for now. I'll check next week to see if there's any reviews. Um, but Paper Beast, that did get reviews. Um, just to make sure that Gary doesn't feel like he's been cheated, I'm going to double check it today to make sure that... Wow. Why am I all of a sudden the guy who thinks he's being cheated? Yes. Because you made a big deal about it in the laptop. <laughs> I think you're mistaken. Gary, you gave it a 76. Alfonso, you gave it a 70. Our special guest, who I hope he's doing well and staying safe, Ed, gave it 75. But, uh, one hell of a shock and twist, Paper Beast got 80 on the Metacritic. And guess who gave it a 80? Me! <laughs> I gave it the exact points. So I get an extra point because I got it exactly right. At 80. That's Yay! Cool. I don't me. want to play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I wanted to double check so that Gary didn't feel like cheated. Um, I still feel cheated. <laughs> oh yeah, let me just jump in my TARDIS and go get the Resident Evil 3 remake scores. Please do. Because uh, that's the game we're going to pick. Resident Evil 3 Remake. Gary. So. Point. Score. Uh, let's go with 79. Really? Yes. Oh, uh, Alfonso. 
I'm going to go with 84. Well, I want to go with 93, which sounds ridiculous after your scores, but still. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My friend, my friend Pedro, Alfonso. Oh yes, I want to play this game. Um, huh, let's see. I'm gonna go with eighty-two. You bitch, Gary. <laughs> Eighty-four. Oh sweet, none of you went for the score I went with, which, funny enough, is going to be part of this ninety-nine. Eighty-six. Cause... Oh. <laughs> I wanted 86 <laughs> as soon as I said oh, my wow. friend Pedro. So our scores are 82, 84, 86. Um, currently the winning scores are Gary and Alfonso are at five and a half points. And then me at seven points. Yay, get me. The half a point is going to cost me the whole season, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> that half a point that Alfonso let you have. So Alfonso's going to cost me the whole... <laughs> well, nah, you'd have been even lower otherwise. This is true. I'm a failure. Uh, but it's all like, you know, we've still got the rest of the year and more games like the Fantasy Seven remake in a couple of weeks. Uh, four different it's like, games. It's like getting a D minus. It's pretty much an F. What's <laughs> <laughs> the point of the D minus? Wow. <laughs> because it's not a fail, it's to improve in the future. Oh, okay. It's like, you're a failure, but you have. Yeah, we got Fantasy Seven Remake April 10th. We've got a um, Predator Hunting Grounds April 24th. Uh, we've got uh, Marvel's Iron Man May 15th. Then Last of Us Part Two May 29th. A lot of big games coming out soon, including our favourite game, um, Cooking Mama Cookstar, which is out April 28th. So. Yeah. Give me Sakura Wars already. Sorry, Caroline. When is out, actually? Let's have a look. That's at the end of the month. End of next month or this month? Because the end of this month isn't oh, that far. Next month. End of April. <laughs> ah. There you go. What's good? Yeah, Sakura Wars, April 28th. And we would have been playing Fairy Tale by now if it wasn't for a three month delay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's June 26th. Yeah, that's a big delay, man. And we'd be playing Marvel Avengers, right? Uh, nobody would be playing that game because <laughs> launch is broken as ever. <laughs> well, it would have been, uh, been out by now. No, I think it was scheduled for May. Well, the beta would have been an out now, surely. But the oh, full game. Surely they didn't want people to play that game and cancel their pre orders. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, that's this week's episode wrapped up. Alfonso, you got any shout outs? How can I contact you? Shout out to you, Ben. To you, Gary. Like always, a blast being on. Thank you for having me on. Um, to everyone in the world, continue to be safe. Um, Things are not getting any easier, it's, but like they always say, it gets harder before it gets easier. Just continue to pray. That's what she said. The wow. <laughs> continue to follow the guidelines, and you'll be fine. You can follow me on Twitter at AliSen7. Uh, Gary. So. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you guys, as always. Shout out to the people who are in here. Uh, I miss them. They need to come back and talk with us. Um, like Chris and Tim and Ed. Yeah. Yes, yes, And yes, Mike. Yes. yes, very yes. Um, Alfonso, you're at the epicenter, man. I hope you're going to continue to do good. Um, yeah. Thank you, thank I'm you. I'm pretty sure it's pretty scary for you over there, man. It's scary everywhere. Yeah. Um, so good luck, man. I hope I don't get a text message from you with some bad news. All good news, man. Please. I demand it. <laughs> See, it sounded <laughs> nice, like, oh, perfect good news, Alfonso. I demand it. <laughs> I will uh, try, Gary. I will try. 
There's a lot of pressure you you asking of me, but I'll try. Well, just keep doing what you're doing to stay safe, man. Yep, yep. For sure. Uh, ben, you too. I know it's pretty bad over there in the UK right now as well. It's okay. Our health minister told us to do stuff. Uh, wait, no, uh, never mind. Our health minister is positive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at first you only had to worry about the work you can see. Now yeah. you have to worry about something that you can't see. Yeah. Ugh. Sucks, man. But yeah, stay safe, everybody. Uh, you can reach me on Dagwaush on Twitter. That's G A G L A U S H. But yeah, I, I want to a big shout out to Alfonso and Gary. Also, everyone that listens, like Susan, Ed, anyone that listens to the show, big shout out to Talon Broadbent. Go check him out. Also, uh, but a shout out to everyone. Thank you, and please stay safe right now. Um, you can send me a message at MG underscore Chile if you want to be on the podcast. Of course, you can be a message on that. Always happy to have guests. Um, so until next time, next week, I hope everyone stays safe, stays indoors, and wash your hands. And also don't touch your face. Also, as the city of New York says, don't eat butt. Because that is also awesome. Yeah, bad. stop licking poles and stuff like that, you nasties. <laughs> no, at tw- New York Health Center tweeted out, don't eat butts. Because that could be a possible... <laughs> Don't eat butts. Uh, 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 one second, see if I can find. But yeah, I'll see you guys later. Bye.